Welcome to the Passive Income Examiner Show, helping you navigate the muddy waters of building successful revenue streams beyond the nine to five. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, mama of four who has a passion for living my best life and helping you do the same. I'm honored you're here and excited to offer you valuable and inspiring content. I believe we can have the freedom we desire and the happiness we deserve. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Pie Tribe, welcome back to another episode of the Passive Income Examiner. I am so glad you're here. Can I just say thank you to everybody who's been listening and downloading? We are experiencing exponential growth on this podcast, and I owe it to you, my listeners who are sharing your favorite episodes with friends, subscribing, and searching for passive income strategies, because I'm pretty sure that's how you found me probably, was searching. (laughs) So I just thank you so much, and I hope that you're really enjoying the show. I want also to say, please share with me your thoughts, feedback, what you'd like to know more about, what, uh, what episodes were your favorite. Follow me on Instagram at the Passive Income Examiner, and make sure to either tag me in a post or send me a DM. I definitely would love to connect with you guys. So let's dive into uh, today's episode, but also to a little mini series. You're going to hear me talk a lot about real estate and rental income specifically. That's something we're going to talk more about over the next few weeks. So today, I want you to I want to share with you something. Did you know that approximately 90% of the world's richest people admit that they got wealthy by owning real estate? The key is that they got wealthy, not that they were already wealthy and then invested. So it stands to reason that if building passive wealth strategies is on your radar, you might have considered real estate. And it also stands to reason that maybe if you're new to passive income strategies, real estate is something that you've kind of thought about, but haven't really dived into too much. And that's okay, because that's why I wanted to start this this little mini series here talking about this. I'll tell you right now, I am on a mission to help working parents get more time with their kids. And in order for that to happen, you have to have money coming in on a regular basis. You can't leave your job without feeling financially secure. And real estate is one awesome way to do that. I started my real estate journey back in 2006. I can't really remember initially what really prompted me to go down that road. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I do remember. I think I might have shared this in another episode. Now I can't remember, but I'll I'll give you a short version of it. I was working in the car business, right? You all know that. And I had a really upset customer. He had a Nissan 350Z and he was having problems with it. And I was, I'd been talking to him for quite a while because it had been an ongoing issue. And we, so we kind of built up a little relationship, like, you know, customer business person relationship. And he told me that he was a finance uh, mortgage lender. And I, you know, we got on that subject of how awesome the the mortgage industry was and rentals and all that other stuff, uh, real estate rather. And he said to me, well, gosh, you know, if you're interested, I would mentor you. You can just go and do open houses for people and you can meet them and then get an application and then I will help you process it. Now, I'm pretty sure that the laws have changed now that this can't be done. Like I think mortgage lenders have to be licensed before they can even take an application. I'm pretty sure without the new banking laws. But back then that wasn't the case. And I was like, okay, fine. You know, I'll do, I'll do this. I I didn't have kids. I wasn't married. I was like, sure. So I did. I started, I was going out on the weekends and I was calling for sale by owners. 
I was asking if they would let me do an open house. I would come with cookies and water and I would put out the signs. And the point being is that I I didn't get very far. <laughs> I did not get very far in this. Um, I, I actually ended up thinking, I think I'm going to quit because the guy started to be a flake. He stopped like returning my calls if I had questions and I was still hustling. And I think at the time my dad was thinking of refinancing. So I kind of had told him what I was doing and he said he might help. And anyway, it just got kind of weird. And I was like, man, I don't know. This is, this may not be for me. I was driving home one day and I saw a sign right on the, the corner of the street and it said for sale by owner. And it was right in my neighborhood. And I'm like, oh man, okay, fine. One more. I'll do one more. And then I called the number and I could totally tell the guy on the other line was a real estate investor. Like he knew his stuff. And he, I, I kind of got the feeling that he knew that I didn't. <laughs> I was really young and um, just eager and just wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to take on the world. And anyway, he said, sure, yeah, go ahead, come on. So I come up or I show up in my little sport jacket and, you know, looking cute. And I'm like all ready to put out the signs. And I think like one person showed up. <laughs> it was a long day. But what came of it was I, I met this real estate investor. And after talking to him, he's like, you know, why don't you ditch this mortgage guy and come apprentice with me? Almost like, hmm. this guy had like a Porsche outside. You know, you could tell he'd been doing this a while. I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I will. And so I did. And that was 2006. And that's kind of how I got my start in real estate. And he was a wholesaler. Um, he had rental property too. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what wholesaling is. So wholesaler is somebody who buys and sells properties, usually without much fix up. So typically they buy them very low from a distressed seller, and then they flip them to other investors who fix them up and sell them retail. It's crazy to look back and think how many people can profit off of one property, but it really does happen often. Um, and it's happening all over. Even right now with properties being at the top of the market, people are finding deals and flipping them. So there are ups and downs to being a wholesaler. And one of the upsides is that you're making decent sized lumps of cash with each flip, you know, and it, it's going to vary. And depending on how saturated the market is, it could be, you know, a couple thousand dollars up to tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, so it's definitely something that can be very lucrative. People can do it without tying up their own cash. They can do it without tying up their own credit. So it's a great way for people looking to build their own business um, and want to make good money. They can do it through wholesaling. Now, the downside is, obviously, you got to pay taxes on all that cash. So if you really don't have good cash management, you're not going to have a very fun day when it comes to April 15th. <laughs> Let me just say it like that, right? Um, the other downside is that this model is not passive. It requires hustle, finding the properties, finding the buyers. It is all a hustle game, although it is a potentially lucrative hustle game. At the end of the day, it's not passive. And if we're honoring the words of Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad, if you want to get rich, focus on passive income. That's what this podcast is about. That's why we're here. Okay, so my job while doing this apprenticeship was learning to find deals. My job was to bring in deals and I was getting a commission based on deals that I brought in. And to use my mad phone skills, that was my other job, was to use my mad phone skills to set appointments for us so that we could preview the houses and make an offer. Now, during this time, I learned 
so much. I was, I'm truly grateful for this experience because I was, I was in it with him. I was there when he walked through properties. I was watching him do negotiations, watching contracts be written, watching homes as he resold and negotiated with the buyers as he's flipping these houses. It was really eye-opening for me. And truly, I, I really took away a lot of good information from that. In that book, he had us create a dream board. And believe it or not, <laughs> this was the first time I'd ever heard of a dream board. I made one then back, back in 06, and I still have it today. Um, it's hanging on my wall right behind me. Along the bottom of the poster are hand-drawn properties. I couldn't find a magazine with houses that I wanted, so I just drew them. But as I was drawing them, I was imagining them, you know, as mine, as my properties, as my investments. And there were some residential houses, but then there's also condominiums and apartment buildings. I saw real estate as the foundation of my wealth long-term, and I still see it like that today. So for anyone who's just getting started, or maybe you've never even thought about owning rental property until listening to this, that's what this episode is for. That's what this series is for, is to give you some nuggets of wisdom so you can be noodling over the potential of having rental income passively. So here are some reasons just to get started. Here are some, I'm going to give you four main reasons that owning rental properties is a good idea. Monthly cash flow. Cash flow, if you don't already know, it is the net dollars you earn after all expenses are paid. So when you earn cash flow on properties, it can definitely add up. Now let's dive into what owning real estate as a rental could be doing for you. Okay, so when you own real estate, uh, you own it as a rental, you can write off the depreciation because it's a business. Now this can be very confusing because most of us were familiar with equity and the terminology of homes appreciate in value, right? That's something a lot of us have seen over the last couple years. Um, but irregardless of what the property value is, to tax people and the the house itself is a depreciating asset because over time it gets wear and tear and it requires maintenance and upkeep and that is considered a depreciation so you get to write that off for a period of time and if you have a mortgage on the property then you also get to write off the interest just like you do on your own house so when it comes to april 15th and you are a landlord or you own rental properties you're going to be a very happy camper as compared to that wholesaler with bad cash management skills. <laughs> but I can honestly tell you my personal experience having uh, my own rentals coming up on that tax day has been a godsend. There's definitely been times where I'm like, man, oh man, I'm so glad I have those. So another awesome benefit to owning real estate, number three, as you acquire properties, you're building up a portfolio. A portfolio is a list of your assets and these assets contribute to your net worth. So Think about your favorite celebrity. Have you ever Googled them and saw a statement like maybe, oh, so-and-so is worth $50 million or something like that? Obviously, it doesn't mean that he has $50 million sitting in the bank account. It means that if they sold everything they own and cashed it in, they would have 50 million, then they would have 50 million in the bank account. <laughs> so for us, building up a financial portfolio is a statement of our net worth. The equity of your house you own as a landlord contributes to your overall net worth. I mean, honestly, your equity in your current house is, is that if you, I mean, you could do a net worth statement now and you just, on the left side, you put down all of your um, assets, you make a list of things you own that are worth a, a fair amount of money. Think about if you were to pass away and you sold, somebody came in and sold everything, you know, what would your, 
your things add up to. And then on the right side, you make a list of what those debts are. So if you obviously that person had to pay off your debts, what would be left over is your net worth. And so doing a net worth statement can really help you see that you might be a little better off than you think you are. Now listen, the other reason to own real estate is because once you have some net worth, you can leverage it to grow your portfolio. It's crazy because like equity, what is equity? It's a, it's a imaginary number. It's an arbitrary number that only becomes meaningful if you sell or refinance and pull the cash out, right? So it's kind of like air in a way because it's like this arbitrary number and yet you can leverage it to go get more investments. So it's really awesome uh, because if you do it right, you can really build up your net worth. And literally that's the secret to how the rich get their wealth from real estate. So there you have it. I mean, there's four strong reasons to be thinking of owning rental property. If you haven't already been giving it some consideration, maybe now uh, you'll think about it a little bit more seriously. I am going to be doing more episodes on the subject, so definitely stay tuned. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you snap that subscribe button because you definitely want to be notified when they air. I am going to have some awesome guests on over the next few weeks also that are talking about this subject with even more valuable content and even more exciting, drum roll please, I am about to launch a course on how to get your first rental property and I told you early on in this episode that my mission is to help people who are working nine to five jobs get out of the rat race and real estate is one of the strongest assets you can invest in to help yourself get there. And that's why I don't need this course to be the Taj Mahal of courses. I don't need to be making five grand on every course, which is what you're going to see if you went out and started investing in real estate. These courses are like ridiculous. Mine is not that way because I want regular people (laughs) to be able to really nail this asset and and really start get that get that train rolling of of real estate investing this is a good time to do it um let me tell you a little bit about this course before i let you go i just want you to understand kind of what we're going to do but we're going to do it all from starting with finding the property learning how to negotiate the contracts learning how to fix them up uh, finding your team where are you going to find those people and how are you going to network Uh, resources, you know, for being a landlord. Also, if you want a more hands-off approach, I'm going to teach you how to do that without being a hands-on landlord because I've discovered that that seems to be the biggest hang-up. People just are hearing these like awful tenant stories and they're like, oh no, (laughs) I promise you those stories are out there, but it shouldn't be a good reason not to invest. And we're going to talk about that too in these coming weeks. Um, But for now, if you are even interested slightly, I have some really good news because if you're part of this pie tribe, which you are, if you're listening to this episode, I have exclusive bonus trainings for you. And some of them include things like how to invest in real estate with no credit or bad credit. Uh, I offer you a payment plan on how you can get this course at a discounted rate and even more awesome. And this is like la piece de resistance. You will get a private Facebook group with access to me for guidance. So beyond the course, once you're done with that course and you're out in the big world trying to figure it out and you have a question, you can lean on me in that Facebook group. So join today, sign up today. This course is going to launch later this month. Uh, Visit rentalincome.gr8.com for details. And I look forward to seeing you in that Facebook group. Thanks for tuning in. 
Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the Passive Income Examiner Show. I am so honored you're joining me each week. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe and share this episode with someone you know looking to live a more richer, meaningful life with their family. Because friends, we actually can have the freedom we desire and the happiness we deserve.